0: Don't give up. Your miracle could possibly be only one decision away. Don't let the crowd cause you to count yourself out. It may be delayed, but it wasn't denied. Your miracle could possibly be only one decision away.
1: Well, I'm here again because I want to strengthen you in your seven-day challenge of forgiveness. And I'm here today because I sense, you know, many times we don't have a problem forgiving ourselves. We don't have a problem even forgiving God and saying, oh, I had misplaced anger. But you know where it ends up being placed? Where we've been hurt by someone and it's really difficult for us to forgive them. Mm. That's what I want to talk about today. That's where I want to help you through that spot because you might have gotten there. And I I sort of feel that happen you find yourself, how do I forgive someone who has hurt me? How do I do that? Even when it feels impossible. Oh, yes. But it is important that you do this because it's essential for your spiritual growth. Yes. You see, when you experience someone who has hurt you, it's very painful. Yeah. And it's more than just a thought or a feeling that you carry around. It hurts. It's a hurt. You end up being resentful and anger and really just hatred will stem from there. We have to be careful with it. And you find yourself debilitating in your energies and it disempowers you. And if you continue like this, as things go on, if you continue to carry this unforgiveness, because I just can't forgive, I just can't do that. It'll start occupying space in your head. And when you can release them, don't you know you'll experience more peace? I want to talk about this today that when you've been hurt by someone that you just say, I can't forgive them. I want you to know, yes, you can. You can move on. You can move on. And in past history, at all of your hurts, they're no longer here in your physical reality. So don't allow them to be in your mind. Yeah. Don't even allow them to get up there. No, you got to cast it down. Your life is like a play with several acts. Okay. So let's move on. Just pick yourself up Let's move on. You're not going to get stuck there, okay? And you got to find yourself embracing the word of God and standing on what God has said in his word. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Yes, simple Bible verse. All of my children, as they were growing up, and they're grown now, and my husband and I, whenever they would um, say, I can't, I can't. They would have to quote Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And so it became such a habit in our household that when we started it, they would say, I can, I can. And they would say, no, you can what? And they would say that scripture. It empowered them until it got to the place that when they saw something was difficult or they were having a problem with it, they would just begin to speak out of their mouths. They didn't say, I can't. They would say, I can't do I can do something like the little train, you know, that was going up the hill, going up the mountain. I can, I can, I can. (laughs) Glory, you know. So as you begin to get a new agreement with reality, as you begin to blend yourself and your personality with your spiritual God connected with you. I'm telling you, it'll bring a higher energy and you'll begin to see great things begin to take place on the inside of you. You'll find yourself being more God conscious and you'll find yourself really enabled to forgive. Find yourself in harmony. You'll be unified. All the disorder, all this harmony, it's got to go. All the problems simply not flourishing. They won't be able to stay in your presence. Nope, they got to go. So you'll become one. You'll become Peaceful. And you find yourself in a place that you're able to forgive. It hasn't even occupied any space in your mind. Because why? I've moved on. Next thing you need to do, don't go to sleep angry. When you want to forgive someone, don't go to sleep angry. You've got to put yourself in a place that I'm not going to be adamant about this. I've released that. I don't want to reinforce what has happened earlier or what has happened in the past. I'm not going to immerse myself in that. That's what happened. People just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. No, no, no. Don't go to sleep angry. Let it go. You got to know that God has aligned you. And as you become one mind with him, oh, glory to God. Sometimes you have to just reiterate the I am's. Yes. And you just reiterate that. And you've been, I am, I am more than a conqueror. I am. You just begin. I am one with Christ. I have been forgiven. Just start talking to yourself, rehearsing the positive things. Don't go to sleep angry or put some good music on. Let some nice music just begin to embody and fill the room. You'll find out that things will begin to change and you'll be able to go to bed and wake up mm -hmm, with a concept of yourself that is totally changed. You know, a lot of people go to bed angry, wake up with the problem, carry it all that day. Then the next day, no, you're going to not go to bed angry. Do whatever you got to do. Put the ambience in your room. Whatever you have to do. And find yourself in a place that I'm going to fill my room. I'm going to fill everything around me up with the fact that, hey. I have a great concept of myself. I got a great concept of who God is. And I am the same as, as Christ. And I tell you, he's my big brother. And I'm going to walk like him, talk like him, be like I mean, very practical things. If you will begin to do that, whenever you do it, you'll find out that you have begun already to put yourself in a position, I'm not going to sleep with this anger. And you'll find next, your focus will be shifted when you wake up. You'll switch the focus from blaming others to understanding yourself yeah, it really works. You wake up the next day, you feel so good. Oh, wow. I got to start putting this into practice. I got to begin to do this more so because I'm not upset. I don't have a problem with others. And it takes your focus off of what you're holding on the inside and bringing you inner distress that you find peace. And that's a good feeling. You know, once that happens, you can forget it. Goodbye, anger. Goodbye, stress you find out this is the way. This has shifted everything concerning me. And I'm going to let this experience begin to be one that I allow to take priority in my life. Mm. So allow this experience to unfold and and tell yourself that no one has the power to make you uneasy without your consent. That you are unwilling to grant that authority to any person or any feeling or any situation right now. And I tell you, you will go to sleep quickly. When you start talking to yourself and telling yourself that you are willing to freely let those experiences and those emotions that were wrong to go, they're not going to enter into your world. Take responsibility for yourself. No one else can take that away. You take responsibility for it. Next, avoid telling people what to do. I'm talking about walking in forgiveness. You avoid telling people what to do. I see this happen so many times. You know, people get involved in other situations that they're not even in. And then it just brings a lot of clutter over into your world. Avoid that. Avoid that. And when you get into other people's business and other people's activities that are all entangled, it'll keep you from making good choices for yourself. So I want you to begin to do that. I'm just giving some practical steps because here in January, a lot of people get all crisscrossed trying to lay line up on line, precept upon precept. And it works. It works. It works. But you need some practical things that you can begin to set into motion for you to begin to move into the line up on line and precept by precept. Okay. All right. So you also want to do that. You want to learn to let go. Learn to let go and stop trying to dominate others. Be like water. Flow everywhere there's an opening. <laughs> Just flow. Flow with the Spirit of God. Just flow. Uh huh. Don't let anything clog up your pipes. Don't let anything stop your flow. Just flow. Soften your edges by being more tolerant of contrary opinions. Many times, you know, you hear people saying things. I just got through sharing that with you on last month, that many times you'll find those there, those around that people, uh uh-uh, stop, look, and listen. You do that, and it'll make a big difference in your life. When you start giving up, interfering, and opting instead to flow gently and softly and unobtrusively, you'll become forgiveness yourself. Yes, you will. People see you coming and they know that you're not going to take a negative stance in any way or speak negative words. They see you coming and they know what you stand for. They know that you are forgiveness yourself. You're going to always come with grace and mercy. <laughs> That's a good thing. Oh, yes. So see yourself as having the qualities of water. Allow your soft, weak, yielding, fluid self to enter places where you previously were excluded because of your inclination. To not be hard. To not always have something negative to say. But because you're one that always seeing yourself as just flowing. And here you come with grace, mercy. Let me add this. Truth. If you keep that image of yourself. Oh, I'm telling you. Watch how your relationships will change. Watch how. I mean, even those that it was hard for you to forgive them. If you keep this type of image of yourself flowing. Your relationships will change. Then I want you to take responsibility for your part in situations. This is one of the difficult parts. For people many times to take responsibility for their part, you know, removing blame means you never assign responsibility to anyone else for what you're experiencing. It means that you're willing to say, I may not understand why I feel this way, why I have this illness, why I've been victimized or why I had this accident. But I'm willing to say without any guilt or resentment that I own it. I live with and I am responsible for having it in my See, if you take responsibility for having the experience, then at least you have a chance to also take responsibility for removing it or learning from it. One of my Carol Dixon 101 sayings, I quote it all the time. Whenever I'm going through any situation and my mind tries to get befuddled or don't understand why, right away I say, God, let me learn what I need to learn in this experience so that I can move on. When I say that, I'm taking responsibility for me. I'm taking responsibility for my action. And I am saying this because I am an executive director of a community organization. And in so being, many times I am over a lot of people and the people always, it's always someone, always someone there that got something to say at the wrong time, wrong place to the wrong people. And you know what? And as you begin to flow in and do what you're supposed to do, the way that you're supposed to do, you'll see such change begin to come. You'll see things begin to happen in people's lives. You'll begin to see people begin to be transformed all because of you. All because of you choosing to be and to do the right thing. So if you do that, I'm telling you, change will come. Things will begin to happen. You'll stop looking for occasions to be offended. You'll begin to practice uh, releasing and giving the love and forget about all the badness that's taking place. You'll be kind instead of right. <laughs> okay. And you also start just sending love out, you see. And when you find yourself in a position that you embrace the darkness and say, you know what, I'm not staying here, but I take responsibility for it. And being a leader You have to take the responsibility. And I tell everybody, everybody's a leader in some kind of way, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or dad, or you feel like I just work within a unit. No, everyone's a leader in some kind of way. There are giftings and talents that you have that you stand out. You stand out. If you're listening to this podcast, you are. And see, everyone's a leader. And in being a leader, there are responsibilities that you have to assume and take a stance for. Of whatever goes on in that department or in that unit, even though you didn't have a hand on it, even though you would not embrace or endorse it, the fact that you're over it, you must take responsibility for it. You'd be surprised how strengthening that is to you as a person when you step up and you do the responsible and the right thing, even though you were not a party of it, you don't agree with it, but you know what? You know that, hey, I've got to step up I've got to take responsibility. I've got to embrace this. As you do that, I'm telling you right now, honor, transformation comes. Your perspective begins to get sharper and even the more. Your understanding opens up greater. Oh, yes. And you'll find yourself refraining from judgment more. That's a good thing, isn't it? Because many times we always want to begin to look at something and judge why that's happening, how that's happening. But let me tell you, if you substitute love for these judgments you'll find yourself sending love. Yeah, you'll find yourself in a position that you're able to send love. You're able to be steadfast on that. Your thoughts are always not about harm in directing yourself toward others, but it's always about lifting and motivating. That's a good thing. Well, I tell you today, as I close this podcast out, I want to say to you, and you taken the challenge these seven days, walk in the forgiveness now, and begin to meditate to end every day on love. Picture yourself at the termination, the end of the core, the end of a major dispute, rather than you reacting with old patterns of residual anger, revenge, and hurt. Visualize yourself offering kindness, love, and forgiveness. If you do this right now, if you do this right now, I'm telling you, your thoughts and resentments and all of those things that you've been carrying, you'll find that, hey, they don't make any difference to me anymore. I've chosen to forgive. I've made a decision and I'm gonna make this a standard response to any future altercations. I end on love. I end on forgiveness, no matter what. Well, this is Dash and I am Carol Dixon. And my prayer for you, as you've taken this challenge in this month of January, (laughs) well, we made it through, Uh uh-huh, renewal. Now we're making it through forgiveness i'm praying that god allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live i am carol dixon walking in renewal and forgiveness
0: thank you for listening to today's podcast dash is here to serve the community positively productively and prayerfully and guess what Dash is adding on during the month of January, Thursdays at 10 a.m. So what does that mean that you can tune in to Dash Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m.? Can you say two times the Dash? Share with family, friends, and neighbors to tune in to DASH every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. during the month of January. If you need more information about Dr. Carolee Dixon and DASH, go to caroldixon.net. We'll see you next week.